1: This is the 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast with me, Nadia, Lon, and Mariam. And guys, I have to say, I'm doing this podcast because I can rest when I (laughs) want (laughs) to rest.
0: Hey, everybody. It's Lon. Uh, Thank you again for listening. I almost didn't make it today. I was going to lock myself up in a room and not come out and just stick to my video games the entire time.
1: Lon, you're trying to piss me off. (laughs)
2: well my name is Miriam and welcome to our podcast I hope everyone listens double because we are in America and we actually listen double here I know in Moldova they listen double but I'm just for the intro
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to give a quick shout out to the folks that left some comments on our podcast Page. Yeah. You know, Thank you for your feedback. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate it so much that I came up with a bingo for all the time that we say the word, um, uh, you know, all the filler words. We understand that you know some of you are very frustrated listening to our <laughs> filler words. I do have to say, I mean, that's no excuse, right? I'm not, I, and I have to be the first to admit that I'm not great at public speaking. However, this whole podcast is Unique in the sense that it's three friends talking to each other, and being from the Bay Area, I'm pretty sure we're all victims of ums. (laughs) So, but again, in the interest of like you know not trying to you know bore you guys with our filler words, I mean I'm gonna try to do my best to not say a lot of ums. I I will however I will try to edit it as much as possible. Um, Do see there we go. I said my first um. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so all shall good, we good. shall we start with the boring uh the boring self, which is the other way?
0: The other way. Um right. see there we go.
1: Second um, there we go. Um <laughs> third um. <arm>. Okay. <laughs> uh can we do we want to talk about uh Jenny and Sumit? Pass. And their pontoon <laughs> Had hard pass.
0: pass for me i mean we still got to see the divorce papers uh i mean yeah that's the the, that's that's the big deal with this one but aside from that uh i don't know seemed like filler to me
1: i just want to say we should tell jenny that it's not just in india where male friends are tightly needed
2: I, i still think that they're super adorable and I'm, I'm really rooting for them. But, yeah, there really wasn't that much content given to us this week. We just want to see those divorce papers to meet. Please, just I post do, them on the internet. I do
0: think he's, post, he's, he's holding off on that, though, for a reason. I do.
2: Oh, there's definitely something up his yeah, sleeve. Yeah,
0: like he's taking forever. He's postponing it. Like, he's not putting 100% behind it. I will say that much. Like, he is postponing it. I think Well, in the, next, him out.
1: in the next episode, he's going to take her to see a lawyer – I'm guessing that's when they'll see the divorce papers.
0: It seems like he already knows that this isn't something that can happen overnight, but he doesn't want to break the news to Jenny that way. So he's like, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. See, I told you so. I think the next episode is going to be the, I told you so like, it's going to take X amount of time. It's not, it's not like I can show them to you now. It's not a priority to
1: him. Four years.
0: Mm -hmm. Holy
1: shit. Four years. That's crazy. You know what it
2: is? He mentioned he has to pay off his debt to her yeah. family before they can officially be divorced. And I know uh, in some countries when there is a marriage that the man has to on paper say that if I ever leave your daughter, I will pay you X amount of money. And that is actually like the woman's insurance, right? Mm. Because wow. this does happen. So if a woman is groomed and raised to be a domestic partner and a wife that's her only skill in life right and so if her husband chooses to divorce her he has to pay a price and another reason that there is usually a price to pay is to also prevent divorce because the guy will think twice to leave her like oh shoot if i leave her i gotta like pay the family x amount of money like let me just make this work out so i think that's what's happening with um Sameet and his ex-wife
1: damn and and again in their culture too, there's the dowry system.
0: So mm-hmm. I'm guessing
1: he had to pay her family a dowry and now he had to pay the pay family. Back or? Yeah. That's harsh. Right. Do we wanna close the chapter on Summit and Jenny and move on to Devin and Jihoon?
0: Devin and Ji Hoon.
1: I personally have nothing to say except Frauded by, frauded by TLC found the, the listing of the, the house that they're staying in. I saw that. <laughs> and it's actually by the subway, or at least that's how it was advertised. So I don't know what Devin was talking about by like saying, oh, we cannot walk anywhere. Like yeah. it's by the subway. I'm pretty sure you can walk to the subway and go somewhere. Maybe the neighborhood's bad, right? Yeah, I was going to say maybe the neighborhood looks rough to her.
0: In two episodes ago, too, though she goes, it was nothing like it was in the pictures. They dug up, right. they dug up the listing. It's exactly how it was in the pictures. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly how it true. was in the pictures. Yeah, yeah. I I, I felt bad um, watching the scene last night because you know when it comes to again the genuineness of things, it really did look like she was hurt. It looked like she was hurt, and she was very disappointed in him like this was a huge lie a huge very selfish thing that he did and you know going back to the intro (laughs) for him to say i just wanted to rest more you know while she's taking care of kids and busting her ass the least you could have done was to um was to put in some effort to uh find a place yeah and it was it was egregious it was a lie um aside from it being a lie it was it was just it didn't work out you know and um what we said, you know, what we've been harping on the last two episodes is he's just not, he doesn't understand the scope and the responsibility that he has as a father and uh, as a family, man. So, and I just felt really bad for him.
2: Yeah. I also think that he's just super selfish. You know, I don't think that he's worked hard a day in his life and this is like such a big transition for him. And he's just like a little kid at the end of the day, mooching off his parents, working like a part-time job. Like what are you doing the rest of your day? You know what I mean? you know, before I had kids, like I had so much energy and I just was like doing like full-time job and exercising and something like, I mean, this guy just doesn't do anything all day. Like that's what I questioned more is his motivation. And it's, it's the situation where, you know, yeah, he lied to get her to come, but it's kind of like a huge thing to lie about and a huge thing she did. Like, you know, pack up and, you know, leave the U.S. with two children and move to, Uh, you know Korea of all places where she doesn't know the language doesn't know nothing she's literally dependent on you Um, she's taking care of two kids and then you just drop the ball dude over and over and over again and it goes back to what one of my best friends used to tell me about guys or people in general is people just don't change you know people always want to change or oh it's going to get better when this happens and keep you know kind of putting your blinders on but at the end of the day People just don't change. Whoever you meet, that's who you're going to deal with for the rest of your life. And he was like this in day one. And, you know, now you know, now that we've seen their relationship progress, he's the same dude that's just smoking and living day to day and just, you know, yeah. with his super sperm all over the place. You know what I mean? It's like,
0: <laughs> right?
2: I don't know. I'm yeah, just, cleaning his surprised. anus.
0: Yeah. yeah. Super <laughs> lackadaisical. He's like... He's one of those people I think where he has this mentality that everything is just going to work out mm-hmm. without any effort, right? It'll, Oh, well, it'll work out as you know, he puts things off. He procrastinates a lot. <clears throat> I don't know if there's any like planning on his part. He just, it's going to work out and it's going to work out. And, uh, I did though, see on his Instagram that he is working. He responds to a lot of, a lot of his haters and um, uh, there was an account that I follow. I don't follow him, but I follow an account that follows him. And he was responding to comments. And he's, he, he has a job uh, full-time, I believe. He delivers food. And that was his answer to all his haters. I was like, you guys don't know anything. I have a job. I deliver food. That show was a long time ago. You guys don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope uh, he's doing better for his family. He said-
1: yeah, same here. The, I think he, what he has done right so far is funneling his money to his mom, his right? Mom. Like he deposits all his pay yeah. to his mom, which is, yeah, a good thing, I guess. Moving on to Binium and Ariella. What'd you oh, guys gosh. think? I was glad I saw a toilet seat. Because I, like I told you guys last episode. In the second podcast, apartment. Yeah. I was so skeeved that there wasn't any toilet seat. But then like now that there's a, a sighting of one, I was really relieved. But again, like everything else was not done. At first, I was very disappointed. But then I I've been reading Reddit. People do seem to give him like an A for effort. Before we forget... He was sleeping on his brother's couch before she came, and he actually made the effort to find a decent bedroom, right? A decent living area, living Mm -hmm. space for her. You know, I guess he wanted to surprise her with that, you know, remodeled home that he was trying to paint or trying to build on the inside. I guess it doesn't meet Ariella's mom's expectation. And that wasn't
0: ready though.
1: It w- yeah, obviously, it wasn't ready.
0: I felt bad for him.
1: I mean, I kind of feel her mom, though.
0: You yeah, know of I mean? course. I kind
2: of feel her. Here, here's her daughter, hella pregnant, moving to Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you at the end of the day, you want the best for your kid. And, and she's, she, she's so nice and she's so classy, like the way she said it. But she said then it. I have you to give know, it to like, her. Yeah. I mean, she, she didn't come across trash or nothing. She just basically like, communicated, like, this is not going to work. I mean, I don't know, like if I was moving to Ethiopia tomorrow, would I, what would my expectations be? Like, I, I don't even know, honestly, like what, you know, but I would start by like Google. There's something called Google. It's um, the search engine where you can just, you know, type in things. <laughs> I would start there and then my expectations would be based off of my Google search. So, so
0: my question um, to y'all is because this is something I thought of, right? Are these livable conditions though? are people actually living like this and surviving? Um, Are we just, are we just spoiled Americans? Like, I get, I get it. There were, there were some things that were questionable, like, oh, I don't have a refrigerator. Oh, so then the food's just going to kind of sit out. Right. So there's definitely some stuff like that, but like, are these the conditions they live in in Ethiopia? And and if so, like, if they're able to, to survive on that, like, then are, are we just being, you know, is it, are we poverty shaming at this point? Like, uh, yeah, I was very. It was one of those things Our right. people are living that way though. And they're yeah. surviving. I wouldn't say fine, but they are. So maybe, and maybe they're happy. he's thinking this is fine. Yeah. Maybe he's, he thinking, was
2: happy. You know, he didn't yeah. seem like he was like suffering or anything. He was like upbeat, positive smile on my face. Like, I'm so happy to see you. This is where we're going to live. And like, honestly, like, I, I think that's normal for them, you know? And, like, the other thing that came to mind was Rose, right? Like, where she was living in the Philippines. Not one time did I hear her complaining about her sleeping on the floor on a mattress. Like, that's normal. That's fine. And we have to be okay with it. But when, um, what's her name? Baby girl Lisa went to Nigeria. She, she was, nothing was good enough for her because she needed her 500 thread count sheets probably and whatever, you know, her... Um, filtered water and god knows what else was on her list but um i i feel like again if i'm moving to ethiopia to be with the love of my life if i just have like a little shed i'll make it work right because you're you're not there to like live this lavish lifestyle you're there right. to be united with the love of your life the father of your
1: child yeah so yeah. can we also remind the the listeners that it was Ariella's choice to move to ethiopia mm-hmm. while she's being while she's pregnant and she yeah. has been to Ethiopia so she knows what she signed up for right this is just drama for right. tv right and i get it her mom being a nurse she's clearly not impressed with the the lack of sanitization in yeah. you know in the in their homes but
0: it's a legit concern i think especially it's if she's having a baby
1: yeah she has to show concern she's a nurse however again like you, you like to your point lot people have made it work you know people in Ethiopia have been living like that and that's how early men started without refrigerator, without washing machine,
0: leaves um, for soap, right? Yeah, well, and we're can I clean it out with leaves?
1: Right? Can I also remind our listeners that at least that living space that Biniam showed Ariella, the first one, not the second one, the first one was way better than what Paul showed Karini. Like, in America. Was, in oh, America, in America, <laughs> in a first-world <laughs> <laughs> country, guys. So
0: it's not even about Ethiopia at that point. It's, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's about effort, and I think he put in the effort, and I think we should cut him some slack. I agree.
0: Um, oh, definitely. I agree. Yeah, um, he's doing. He's gonna fix that. He's renovating that entire the second apartment or the real apartment. Right. Himself, I, I I thought I was under that impression, and yeah, it didn't look great, but like it's a work in progress, and I I, I don't think. Okay, yeah, maybe a week, two weeks wasn't a realistic goal. But yeah, I think, you know, once he gets everything fixed up, you know, it it has potential.
1: Absolutely. I cannot wait to see what he's capable of doing with that apartment. Like Miriam said in the last episode, he has 15,000 jobs. So I'm pretty sure he is multi-talented.
2: He's a hustler. He's He's a hustler, you know. Um, I did also read some stuff about this couple, it's a, little, it's a spoiler alert. Do you guys want to hear it? Let's
0: do it. Yes. Um, spoiler alert. Let's do it. Spill <laughs> it. WTFT. Two, two,
2: yeah. So two things I want to share. Number one, that Biniam's visa has already been denied three times.
0: Denied three times? To
2: the U.S. Wow. And then the other thing I read was after she had her baby in Ethiopia, the baby was diagnosed with a serious medical condition so she had to come back to the us oh lord nice. yeah i don't know if this is true i did read it i read it like on a blogger's website so i heard that she returned to the us with their son because of is, is it the, the other way
0: treatment. is it the other way because he got denied three times is that why maybe she's going back they just didn't want to go into it into, on the on the show maybe but is that maybe why she's going maybe she was-
2: so he does have this Doesn't history with with the other American woman, and oh, that she, right, I forgot. Right, and so she just took the kid and bounced, right? Or or maybe no, I think that she left while she was pregnant and had the kid in America.
1: Like I don't think he's even seen his kid. But this, so, so the story is he he was able to fly to the U.S. to see the birth of his child, but he had to get a special visa because, like you said, Miriam, he was denied. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not sure if Ethiopia is in the list of uh, banned countries yeah he was denied and they, he had to apply for some special visa and he did i think he, he did come to the US to to see the birth of the, his first son with his american woman but yeah they some i think after that i'm not quite clear what happened so we'll see what happens with them i wish him the best
0: yeah, yeah, I'm rooting for him. I felt bad. Me too.
1: Me too. Cool that's guy. unfortunate about the baby. That's, uh, oh, that's yeah, terrible. That sucks. Well, I, I hope it's not true,
2: but I did read that, so I just wanted to share. Um, if anyone has a, any information, please let us
1: know. Please us know. Um, you know, fact check me if I'm wrong. Speaking of fact check, this is a good segue because Lon, you have something to clarify.
0: Yes, I do. And it's
1: from our favorite the other way couple This season Armando and Kenneth So guys Kenneth Slid into our DMs Yes In the wheel. I'm super fangirling. girling This because is Because I've been a awesome. fan Since day one So I mean Since the first episode I've been a fan So I'm super Fan girling When I saw that message And Kenneth We love you uh, We love Armando We love Truffles We love Hannah uh, Can't wait to see What happened I actually have some Spoilers about them But I don't know. Anyway, Lon, go for it.
0: All right, all right, all right. Before we get into it, yes, uh, Kenny did slide into our DMs. Uh, we all almost had a heart, collective heart attack, and a <laughs> gasp. And it was a very, it was very thoughtful. He wanted to clarify some things. So um, let me preface this by saying, uh, on the last podcast, I uh, I misspoke. I, I uh, unintentionally. Um, may have implied that Armando, um, I, the words I used were led as, led on his parents to believe um, that he was he was heterosexual. I did not mean that the way I said it. I meant that the parents were misled, not by any intention of Armando himself, but I, I believe the way it came off, if you listen to it, was that he was intentionally misleading them, um, which leads us to the DM um, from, um, from Kenny. And uh, he writes, and I'm just going to read it because I don't want to misquote him and I don't want things to get lost in translation by paraphrasing it that and you know i think it, i think he deserves it I, he he's a he's a listener he's a fan of the show and we love him so i'm just gonna go ahead and fucking read it hey guys this is kenny from the other way great podcast great podcast. thank you, <laughs> dot, thank dot, you. Dot. <laughs> i want to help you out of a little debate you guys were having about armando coming out so i thought i'd help you out Ha-ha. armando was with his ex since he was 19 He didn't go into the marriage with his ex-wife to quote-unquote lead his parents on, in reference to the way I misspoke, Lon like Lon. Sorry about that, Kenneth and Armando. I apologize. Like many gay guys, they marry because they are taught from day one by society, parents, church, that it's a sin. Wrong. A choice. So they think they just have to get married and these gay feelings will just go away and life uh, will just go away and life with God on normally. Cut to years later, he separated from his wife and told her he was gay. She outed him to his family, and he told them as well. They refused to accept it and pushed him back in the closet. Dot, dot, dot. He lived his life outside of their view, and they lived with blinders on. After three and a half to four years later, you then see what happened when he re-came out again. Hope that helps. Keep up the good work. Kenny, Armando, it helps a lot. I hope that helps uh, for you all listeners too. Again, my apologies. I did not uh, mean to, um, to infer that uh, that Armando had intentionally let his parents on. And I hope this does give clarification. I know it, it, it did for us. I hope it does for you listeners. Thank you, Kenny, for writing in and for joining the show. Again, everybody else, if you're listening out there, please shoot us these these DMs, slide up in our DMs, uh, fact check us, Um, argue with us if if you disagree. If there's something we need clarification on, we are more than willing to uh, correct ourselves if we need to. And, you know, just talk about it. We encourage these kinds of discussions. I think it's good. Um, I think, especially when it comes to clarification and to getting the truth out, uh, we would never intentionally lie um, on our podcast. So yes, please feel free to communicate with us. Um, we'll even chat you out. Uh, again, thanks, Kenny. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, let's talk about it.
1: Yeah, and how
2: will... cute was like that craft that uh, oh my Mondo god! Made. Super oh, creative. Super cute. Super creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cute. God, they are so cute. It was the first segment of Armando and Kenny that I did not cry. I kind of shed a a bit of a tear (laughs) because I was like,
1: "That is the cutest thing," and oh, it's just. Was it a happy tear though? It was a very happy tear. It was like, "Oh my God, this is so sweet."
0: You know, the chin quivering. (laughs) I'm not gonna cry this time. It was quivering a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, but it was. It was." It was awesome. It was really, so good. Then, really, really cool.
1: Well, but, but then when they pen to uh, Kenneth having a lot of fun, you know, road tripping by himself and troubles, yeah. that was like mood. Like, I feel like all of us can relate to that because I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm usually jamming to like, you know, something in the car and I, I can tell that he's so happy and looking forward to meeting um, Armando and I cannot wait to see their reunion. There'll be more Waterworks uh, waiting for us. Um, and, I, I, I hate to spoil this, but there are, like, you know, posts on the social going around of Kenneth and Armando getting engaged. Yeah. Um, I oh, feel like... congratulations. Guys. Yeah, that is, like, so sweet. So, congrats, you guys. Um, and I think Hannah was, like, the ring bearer. So, I saw that. That was so yeah, cute. Super cute. I'm all about them. I think they're the only, like, hope. The beacon of hope I would say um, For this Like 90 day Fiance series Because everyone else Is I don't know Back Yeah They're just All about the drama (laughs) I don't even know If their love story Is real Like TLC Is always Playing with our hearts I feel So I don't know I don't want to Bust out a, A Backstreet Boys song But quit playing With our hearts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <TLC>. <laughs>
0: and if you are, give us more of Kenny or Armando. <laughs> yeah.
1: To <laughs> so offset that, right? Anything else you guys want to say about Kenneth and Armando?
0: I forget um, that, that um, Kenny is, and I hate to bring this up, that Kenny is how old he is. Um, again, I hate to bring it up, and that's the last time I'll ever bring it up. I don't think his age is, is very important at this point. Um, but he's such a fun fun 57 year old you would never guess right at least I wouldn't when he was jamming in his car on the ride um to Mexico like I was like all right dude get it you know Mm -hmm, yeah um so I just I I just always forget yeah he's he's a young spirit and um I think it's it's part of his allure it's part of what um endears him to um to his fans so yeah, and uh, the apartment in Mexico is amazing, guys. Oh uh, yeah, the one, by the water and all that. I was like, what? So
1: that's TJ, that? huh? Is that Tijuana? Because I, it no, I, I don't saw I don't him take that exit to, that says Playa de Tijuana, and I'm like, is this? Are they a TJ? Because I don't remember. I think I don't he passed know Mexico that well. I think Sorry. he
0: passed through it because that's Tijuana is the closest city from California. So if you're coming from California, no, but he
1: went. He went through Arizona.
0: Mm. So. Maybe. See,
1: this makes me want to pull up Google Maps. But anyway, um, (laughs) I'll (laughs) do my research. (laughs) Yeah, I know I'm so bad at geography. I'm so sorry, guys. But yeah, that apartment is amazing. I'm glad that it's a gated community. So yeah, I cannot wait to see what happens next. Our last couple for the the other way is Yazan and Brittany. Oh my god! Drama. God. Go, I wanna hear Mariam, what y'all go. gotta say. I wanna hear what go, y'all Mariam. gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the yeah. the translation is wrong. I believe I let let's I don't know, Miriam, you you might wanna might wanna school us on the translation, but so
2: I so I don't speak Arabic. Otherwise I would I would be happy to um
1: help you guys with the translation.
2: I was a little bit disappointed in Brittany's behavior personally, just because yeah, I I get her perspective, like yeah, I'm American, like I'm this, I'm that, right whatever, but you are in Jordan, of all places in the world. And it's just common sense to respect the culture. Even if you're a tourist, right? You're going to want to mirror local customs, which is cover your hair, which is one thing. I mean, Jordan looks fairly tourist-friendly, but like in other parts of the world, like you can get killed for some stuff like that. Um, I'm, I'm thinking Afghanistan, because that's where I'm from originally. Yazan's mom... Oh my god, this woman, she is crazy. She, she, went, just, in. she, she like, went in. She like yeah. the best the best term is um she popped off, I think. Totally popped off on fucking Brittany. She and she was just not having her. She was just like, Are you gonna string him along? I need a grandkid. What the hell is your problem? And then that comment that Yazan's dad made about how people are telling him that she Britney is a prostitute on social media. I was like, what the hell? Like, where did that come from? I was like, seriously, like, oh my, I, I was just, I was kind of in shock. And, um, it, it just goes to show how incompatible they are personally, you know?
1: Yeah. She, Thank she you.
2: is, she's just not, she's just not going to ever live in Jordan and ever be that quiet, subservient, domesticated wife who is nice to her in-laws like that's just not her you know what I mean like and and I can't put myself in Yazan's dad's shoes like he's over there praying five times a day and he's all religious and stuff and then people are, sh- are showing him probably her social media and it might be shocking for him but he's still like you know what my son loves this woman and she's gonna change herself for him she's gonna come live with us she's gonna be a part of our family but then it's also hard, right? Because people are like, you know, it's it's like his pride, it's like his family name. It's like mm-hmm. his bride, right? She's like his bride. She's right. part she's part of the family. I I don't know, I'm not I'm not a huge Britney fan, but I'm also not a huge Yazan fan either. I I don't know, he just doesn't seem all innocent either. But um the parents' reaction, I like, I'm not saying it's right, but it goes it just it's just that's just who they are it's kind of like Armando's parents also like that is just the world they grew up in. So you cannot change that overnight. You know, that's something that you might have to just work on year after year and hope that they'll come around. But it goes back to my earlier statement. You just, people just don't change, especially not at that age. So I I don't see this going in a good direction. I kind of feel you Lon on your other comments that you made previously about how she's doing this for the, for the popularity aspect of her social media and her and her mm-hmm. career. Um, but I just, I just, I thought it was a shit show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to feel bad because it was going pretty bad for her, but it's hard to, when you saw how she was acting before this, right? When she's like, oh, I'm going to corrupt him. And she was all like, uh uh-uh, uh, you know, and she was like super proud that she was uh, that she wasn't gonna have it, and all that turned to shit last last night. Or was it last night? It was last night's episode.
1: It was last night's
0: episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it all went down the drain. Like she was powerless, literally. Like she she couldn't get a word in. She didn't even know the language, so she couldn't speak back all these things that she's, Oh, I'm going to corrupt him and stuff. All that, all that fun and spunk was gone. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um And, and I wanted to feel bad because she was getting yelled at and yeah, like, you know, she was being compared to a prostitute and stuff like that. But again, we're so quick as Americans to um, enforce our way of life on other people, especially when they're in our country. So, for her to get a taste of that medicine in someone else's country. Like, why is it that we feel empowered not only to enforce our way of life in our country, but to go somewhere else and expect them to live up to, to our standard. Like you said, Miriam, you're in another country. Now that shit don't fly. Just right. like if he was coming to America, you would have more, um, more pull and more support and more back saying, "Uh, uh-uh, we in America, you're gonna you're gonna do it, and and we do. You see the videos all, all the time, fucking on Facebook, with all the Karens and Kevin's and shit talking about you're in fucking America now. Like you don't, so you can't, you know. So you who are who the fuck are you to go to to, to another person's country and start saying, well, you're an American, and people always pull that out. But on the same token, you know, the foreigner can say, well you're dating, you're dating a Muslim or you're dating a so-and-so you're dating a Moldovan or Romanian or whatever, you know, it goes both ways. You just can't say, well, you're dating an American. So it's like this, like there's two sides to that. And, you know, you have to lean to where you're at. If you're in another country, it has to be, it has to be their way. Like, that's just how it is. And the, her, whatever she had planned was, was out the window. And I, he was, you know, uh, again, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, I'm taking Yassan's side completely because I think he definitely could control himself better. And uh, I just think they're incompatible and they should just go ahead and break up already. This isn't going anywhere. Uh, I think the parents also felt strung along. the, the yeah. way, when the mom yeah, freaked absolutely. Out, and yeah, the way she worded it, how long am I going to wait for her? She was here last year. And am I supposed to wait like... This is part of the story that we don't get, and it came out uh-huh. like yeah. the mom has probably felt like they were going to marry two years ago already, or right. however long the mom felt as that she's been waiting for a grandchild or for her son to get married because it's important, right? So, like, yeah. What about um,
2: how she's still married? So, so if yeah. she oh, it didn't year. even
0: get into that.
1: Didn't I <laughs> think so, guys. Here's my yeah.
0: theory.
1: I think Brittany obviously has come to Jordan. Before they started filming this yep. And that's when Alon you hit the nail on the head When you said The parents probably felt like They were strung along Because Brittany Kept deflecting The whole marriage Issue I guess So Whenever the parents Would ask her When are you going to get married To my son Like she would probably give all kinds of excuses and in last night's episode it was my well my dad wants to be here my family needs to know they need to fly here and i think that's when the parents sort of like okay enough is enough why are you you know why what's the what's the hold up
0: yeah right? much less like, conversion like right what excuse did she make for that oh i'll convert next. i'll be a muslim next I, year so here's the thing or did yeah. she say no like a hard no you know
1: in, in that situation Everyone to me was wrong. Brittany was wrong for not being honest about the fact that she's still married. Yazan was wrong because he misled his parents into thinking that Brittany will convert. And he's also a shit translator to begin with. He didn't defend his woman. He let his yeah. parents like, like talk to her like that. And then the parents, I mean, I guess they have the right to be angry. They had the right to be angry with her. However, that's kind of rude. You have a guest and you're shouting at your guest like that? Come on. Well, hold on, hold on.
2: Before the mom started shouting, um, she witnessed that interaction between Brittany and Yazan where Brittany is like, babe, babe. And she goes, oh, I'm not your babe. She got offended by that.
1: That triggered her for sure.
2: Yeah, the mom got triggered and she was like, okay, so like my son is sitting here calling you babe. You're rejecting him in front of me. We're asking you when you're going to get married. You're giving us the runaround. She fucking blew up. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's correct, but I, can, I can't see her frustration um, only what, because I do understand that culture.
0: What was funny too is they prefaced that scene by saying out of respect for her culture, the mothers didn't want to be all up in the cameras. <laughs> and she was all up in that scene, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah. You saw how it flashed? Oh, she doesn't want to be videotaped. She was the biggest, like, she was the, 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 the well, focal the ba- point she of was that the the
2: <laughs> I mean, the back of her.
0: Yeah, the back yeah. of her, right, the back right, right, of her. right. Yeah. <laughs> For someone who didn't want to be on camera, man, she stole the show last night. I, I yeah. would put
1: it past TLC that there's a lot of editing going on there because it did feel like it escalated so quickly like it went from 0 to 100 like all mm-hmm. of a sudden and it could be because there were other dialogues that we didn't see mm-hmm. and the mom was probably aggravated by a lot of other things that Britney might have said right mm-hmm. i mean did you guys catch the fact that britney said islam is wrong i'm like dude how how could you say that like, in, on in national tv yeah in, in the car like i get it it's between her and yazan and yazan didn't say anything but she said that and i'm like yeah. dude i'm i'm offended she was like in
2: a mood right before yeah. she even got to the parents house but but my whole thing is like dude you're still married you've known this guy for over a year you should have had your shit mm-hmm. together by now you know what i mean like i don't feel i don't feel bad for you at all you know regardless of like what why you didn't divorce this guy by now like maybe it just wasn't your priority you you should have she should have been single right because I think that that conversation would have gone differently had she have been single. Because she technically could marry him, and there wouldn't be this whole oh January, and then you know January rolls around. Oh, maybe February now. I don't know. Yeah. So there's I don't like either one of them, but I love watching this drama <laughs> unfold. <Yeah>. So let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <entertaining>. stop there.
1: <laughs> Wait, question, last question before we we close the chapter on the other way. Do you guys believe that that wig is nine hundred dollars? That's I like do. the question she, on Reddit that someone posted. And, like, if that's
2: real human hair, it is worth $900. Yes.
0: Wow. I, I was that. blown away too. So, Koi, before you guys know my girlfriend, she, mm-hmm. she used to do hair. And she was, yeah, be, um, even before this episode aired, she was telling me wigs can get outrageous depending on the quality and how they look. And again, yeah, whether it's synthetic or real hair, like, yeah, and, easily and what's, $900. And
2: what's interesting is that she actually has uh, a wig. Company, so oh, um, that's right. That nice. she's promoting, so I I thought that was nice, a nice little touch there. <laughs> nice,
1: that was a little f- it, she, look.
0: <laughs> she gonna be alright. That's why I said it's hard for me to feel bad for
1: her. She's right? gonna keep on twerking. She's
0: cool. Yeah, she alright. Like, if anything, this is ratings for her. People are, I'm sure, hitting up her IG right now or whatever. Girl, I saw last night's episode. Like, she yeah. cool, man. She good.
1: All right, guys, moving on to Happily Ever After. Do we want to talk about Tanya and Sinjin first? Or do you want to skip them altogether? Because I am hella confused at their relationship.
0: They are more of the same for me. Uh, The way I saw it was, I I think the important part about last night was Sinjin said something that's been on our minds the entire time.
1: That he's not a soulmate of
0: hers. (laughs) Yeah, well, he re he re- yeah he did bring that shit up again, um, but for me, um, he did point allude to the fact that they have all this stuff that hasn't been worked out yet. Why mm-hmm. are they married now? You know, and he right. said like if like we didn't we we didn't even work this stuff out. There's so much stuff like you know the kids, where we want to live. Like we didn't work any of this stuff out, and we're married now. Like and he alluded to maybe the timing wasn't right for that. So.
1: Like what about the fact that he said he doesn't want to be in the U.S. He just he's there because of her, and mm-hmm. he said like he just wants to buy a property and chill, mm-hmm. so he doesn't want to
0: work. now I, awesome. I pointed that out too. <laughs> okay, I so dude, I
2: feel you, Sinjin, Me too. He wanted
0: to. <laughs> he, he, it, it, the voice and the sound of his voice intoned that he thought that that was the bare minimum just to get property and chill, bruh That costs money, dude. <laughs> That's Dude. a lot of money to just yeah. buy a property and chill. That's expensive shit there. like,
2: So you know what else costs cheap? money? That steak that they were having. And I that know. That wine <laughs> that they were drinking. And I'm like, how are these two that living this, yeah, this lavish lifestyle when neither one of them have a job, right? When they're like broke as fuck, they just came out of, out of their mom's shed. I mean, and they're over here having a steak dinner. It's like, well, whatever's going on, I want a piece of it. So Sinjin... <laughs> Please slide into my DM and tell me how I could live your lifestyle. Please.
0: I think that see, I think I think I think that TL the, the TLC money is actually better than we than we're led on to believe.
1: Right. Though
0: they might be putting stuff out there that oh, you know, it's, it's just, you know, we're just breaking off breaking off a piece here and there.
1: They might ah, be on cameo right. too. They're probably like endorsing some other stuff on the yeah. on the side. So yeah, I'm not surprised they're earning money. But I think they're You're right paid. I don't know how they Maybe can it's afford not that all steak.
0: TLC You're right But <laughs> they're getting paid
1: hey, Do you guys remember That rat that we saw At Rose's uh, bathroom Yep Yeah, yeah It I died at Michael's house
0: Apparently <laughs> <Okay. Not laughs> it got caught In <laughs> Nigeria
1: Got <laughs> oh. Nigeria Damn <laughs> Yeah. Um what do you guys think of that apartment? That was actually better than uh Binium's and well it's better than Binium's in a way. It's better than Tanya and Sinjin's Shishet. It's better than <laughs> Paul's <laughs> whatever rental that he was looking for. I think Michael did a decent job a at finding job. a you know a decent apartment, right?
2: Yeah. I agree. And I actually like that Angela had a, f- a fairly positive reaction to it. She wasn't over here like, you know, like, oh, where's my, you know, my fancy bottle of water or whatever else it is. She was just happy. She was like, yeah, like you did good. Like, it's a good place. And she was just happy. And I thought like, you know, it, it just showed us a softer side of her um, right. because she's kind of a villain in, in previous seasons.
0: You, it's funny you mentioned that because I've made a note of that too. I noticed and I don't know if it was just last night's episode, but and, and maybe it's because we were, you know, we were tortured with BGL for an entire season. But <laughs> Angela seems so much more like a likable character this yeah. time around, this go around. Last night was really fun to see her get chased around with a dead rat, you know? And like you said, Miriam, she was super positive. She wasn't like, downing and dissing every little thing she had some shit to say about the bed but yeah when she sat on it there was no bounce on that thing dude so uh, you know i didn't blame it was her hot
1: as an erection <laughs> <laughs> um. yeah <laughs> and she's classy. always said
0: some outlandish shit like that too but like she was super super likable last night and you know dare i say so far um this season so um i i kind of like where where she's at and you know? I'm sorry about you know the health of her mom, and I think that's that that definitely sucks, and that's a downer. But yeah, I made, I made that was an interesting observation because I made a note of that too. Miriam. Did
1: mm-hmm. she almost cause a scene at the baggage claim though? She's being loud and like freaking out, <laughs> like she's being an Angela. That scene, like that, <laughs> that 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 scene, kind of like that was a, that was a peak of what she she could have been, she's right? Capable like, of. <laughs> yeah, she's capable of. I do have to say that someone pointed out like why did michael leave the dead rat outside his house like there's some curbside pickup
0: yeah he just dumped <laughs> it he just threw it out
1: <laughs> i know he didn't throw it into a trash or like i don't know somewhere he yeah. just left it like outside his home like there's like gonna be some red pickup you know collection or something yeah. <laughs> i'm know. wondering
0: too if it was just a prop that made me i noticed that too and i felt like oh maybe it was just a prop Tip for some fun, you know, and he just he was like, All right guys, uh, you know, production crew, come get this now. I'm done. right with it. <laughs> That's
1: a good that's a good plan Yeah. That. Do we wanna obviously we would we, we wanna talk about Aswelu and Kalani, right?
0: Frust frustrating.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Bruh, why would you this is this is how petty, right? He texted her three false locations.
1: Dude, I cannot forgive him for such that. Bullshit, dude. That is oh some bullshit. Oh my gosh,
0: bruh. Connie should
1: be sainted for that. I'm serious. Like, who does that kind of shit on his yeah. wife?
0: And, and she went to kids, all three of them. Yeah. right? she right. went.
2: Yeah. That's fucked up.
0: Yeah, shitty.
2: I hate this guy. I want to like just send him some money to go back to Samoa. Um, that is if her, his father-in-law does not chop him up into a million pieces Mm -hmm. before he gets his ticket. Yeah. And it just, like, he just comes across like such a chauvinist. And it's like, once Kalani's dad gets in his face, you know, that's when he's going to actually like straighten his shit up. It's like, why don't you just listen to your wife? Or why don't you just like use your own head and like evaluate the situation and just use fucking common sense, you know? um yeah. so i i can 't stand this guy like I get it you know you he he's a father of two of your children now, but at the rate that he 's going he 's just like a heavy weight he 's just like a burden he is mm-hmm. not contributing or making your life easier if anything he 's just another thing to like troubleshoot, take care of, feed. You know, um deal with, and when you have two kids under the age of two, it's like, my God, like your hands three must be kids, full. Right? <laughs> three
1: kids, yeah including right? <laughs> him
0: yeah, yeah. I still
1: sucking her teeth,
0: yes, yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm not feeling him at all
0: I think that her dad did get in his ass, and they didn't air it is what I think. <laughs> I think it would have made good TV, but did you notice his voice was gone mm-hmm. during dinner he was ta- He was talking like, where's us and I'm thinking that. Some shit went down. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that he was yelling at him. Like they they no, got into no, some they, huge they shit. No, no, they had
2: like no. They're both sick. I think Kalani is also sick. Like really? she also had the raspy oh. voice. Yeah, I think something. Was I going thought around. he yelled.
0: He he got in his ass and he yelled at him. And then the cameras rolled, and his voice was gone. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get in his ass later." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> But that makes sense mm-hmm. if they're sick.
1: I, I have it in my notes uh, that I call I called him the Samoan godfather because of that raspy voice. <laughs> I like him.
0: I like yeah, I like him. My I hands do, speaking words, right? <laughs> it would right. be my hands speaking my words.
1: I cannot wait for the Samoan godfather to teach a Suelu a lesson, honestly. I was I waiting did. for it to happen yeah I know I do have a correction you know i want to I want to correct what I said during our last podcast, so American samoans do not need green cards so i'm I apologize i I kind of went off saying like oh yeah the, he might be bored waiting for for his visa but then I, w- I googled afterwards and found out that American samoans actually hmm. do not need a visa That's and that interesting. was yeah, and that was actually as of late last year cool. maybe uh Asuelu didn't have to, you know, wait around for a green card. He already has one. He just wants to go back home and, you know, visit his family. That's no excuse for throwing a tantrum and not coming yeah. out to celebrate your own son's birthday. It was his
0: son's birthday. That's
1: <laughs> so fucking oh my God.
2: Selfish. This guy doesn't this guy. deserve to be so a father. Selfish. I mean yeah. he's he's just depressed. He just needs to go back to Samoa. Just go. Yeah. Do everyone a favor, please. Just get off the bus <laughs> or, you know, take the bus back to the airport. Yeah. Right. It's just a waste of space. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how Kalani does it, you know, and it's, like, so embarrassing. Like, if you put yourself in her shoes, it's, like, she's over here doing all this stuff for, like, their child and her friends are visiting. And then this guy is just, like, embarrassing the shit out of her in front of her yeah. family, in front of her friends. It and was hard it to watch out. her. Yeah, it was sad.
0: Her I face when really she was bad. talking. Yeah, I was, it was heartbreaking.
1: Is it as heartbreaking as Paul looking for rental property? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> someone said, like, <laughs> Paul's the first American to bring someone into a worse situation than the one they were from. Yeah. I, I, I... <laughs> Okay, and also, like, can I? I know we're not on YouTube, but is this really temple?
0: Yeah, when he went and then you put it in the hole, I was like, bro,
1: what the <laughs> hell? Oh my god! No, so to our listeners, we did that gesture, that the same gesture that he did when he wanted to propose to Karini, right? Oh. <laughs> No,
2: Is when that he what was he tri- did when he, he proposed no, to her? No, no. He did that when he was asking <laughs> oh. for her hand in marriage to her father, who does not speak English. Oh, I
0: do remember that. Yes, He yes, a yes. And then put his, finger, <laughs> he put through his finger through it. He's like, yeah, marriage? He said your daughter? And I was like, uh, that's not what it, that means, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I, can't, I just can't. I just can't, this guy.
2: And you can just tell, like, Karini was so disappointed and so embarrassed, like fuck, like, I'm not trying to buy tampons on camera right now. You know what I mean? I she wanted to she get just fucking walked away and yeah. she was like <laughs> trying to Stop. buy her
1: sanitary pads and tampons. And I'm like, this girl doesn't want everyone of us to know her business. Yeah, and then he goes
2: period. Yeah, and then he goes, well you don't like wings, right? And I was like, <laughs> oh God.
0: Buy five, save five. Buy five, save
1: five. <laughs> <laughs> like, this should head. be no in intro. Hey guys. <laughs> I I know. <laughs> uh,
0: oh
2: so my god on. i can't take it my favorite part of that whole scene was when paul met his mom at the restaurant and she was like where's kareem and pierre like if they if had i known that they weren't gonna show up i would not have come i, was I know like, Mom's so <laughs> she is so gangster she's so fun. she's my fucking spirit animal dude she <laughs> just like says the stuff that like i want to say to him yeah
1: um,
0: and she's That's done awesome. enabling him. I think she knows that she's been enabling him her whole life. She's like, yeah,
1: uh, it's a public embarrassment now because the whole world knows that mm-hmm. he's like that. <laughs> would you guys give him? I mean, would you guys cut him some slack? Like, is he genuinely trying, or is he just being a Mister Magoo in this case? I think a little bit of both.
2: You know, I I, I think his intentions are are really genuine but i just think that he's just so awkward and i just think that he's in this situation and he's trying to make the best of it Mm -hmm. but i i I don't know i do i did read online though that uh they're expecting their second baby Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, Karina's pregnant with her second baby. Congratulations, oh, guys. How the fuck
1: is he
0: going to Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I know, yes. Congratulations. Sorry. I'm happy for y'all, really. But, man, Paul, you know you need to step your game up now, really.
2: Well, oh, man. I-, I say go apply for some food stamps and, you know, just uh,
1: try to figure that out. But I'm happy yeah. for them. Wow. That is some news. Though I'm not sure if it's, uh, you know... I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. That just blows my mind. I mean, because we, we're we seeing them struggle and it's now struggle, we're finding yeah. out struggle. that they're having their second kid. Like, what is going on? Anyway, do we want to talk about Andre and uh, Libby? Libby or Lizzie? Libby.
0: Lizzie. Elizabeth. Libby. Actually,
1: there's not much to talk about. It's just some banter about how like his mom is a traditional Moldovan woman and mm-hmm. Elizabeth felt a certain kind of way and she had to remind him that look man I'm the sole breadwinner of this family. Yeah. You're the stay home dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he, and of course like when they went to meet his friends his friends felt the same way too, right? He I mean, one of them even said like, "Oh, I think America's making Andre soft. soft." Like, yeah, right. he's yep. usually like hard working and now he's like, you know, I she's working for me?" I'm like, Bitch, <laughs> your wife is working for you, motherfucker. Like, you're not a pimp. Like, come on, man, you're a lazy ass punk, bitch yeah. Anyway. I thought
0: it was funny that she she did point out that that contradiction. Um, when he uh, w- one when he was at home, you know, and he was like, oh, this is how we do it, you know, as how women are. She did point out that contradiction and that, that double standard, like, oh, well, our, you're supposed to be working though, right? And, and you're not right. And he's like, do you really want to, do you really want to do this now and insult me here in front of my family? You know, and if he, he felt some type of way about that, but yeah, you're right. When, even when he went to his, um, to the night out with his friends and he was explaining how oh women, you know, women in America, they're all about being equals and stuff. And then the the guys were all, Oh, but you should still, you should still do work and stuff. And then he had to take a step back and go, Oh, well, why should I do all the work? And then yeah, and he just he he was super being like uh, lazy about it, and um, yeah, his his friends called him out. Libby called him out, and it just goes to prove that yeah, he's just he's just a pos man. <laughs> there's no there's no saving this guy. He is what he is, and you know it got worse when he was drunk in the car. And I think we're gonna see more of that. How um, um, I I don't think that he's being more alpha male. I think he's being himself, and I think he holds right. back. Yeah. I think he holds back in, the, in America. And then now that he's on his home turf, now he's really, his, his true he's colors. He's unleashing his now. true self. Yeah, you know. and she's like, yeah. oh, I don't know why he's being this weird, chauvinistic alpha male. No, you're seeing the real him now. He's, he feels yeah. unleashed, untethered.
2: And he and I feel like he's also feeling empowered because, you know, he's on his turf, he's yes. surrounded by his family, you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. speaking his language, his friends, and it's just like, you know, kind of like I described him as like the Hulk, you know, he's just getting bigger and angrier, <laughs> you know, every minute that like it's escalating. Passes.
0: You see it. Yeah, you yeah. see it progressively getting worse
2: (laughs) yeah and Libby's like what the fuck's up this guy's ass you
0: (laughs) know what i mean like
2: i'm over here like you know (laughs) putting food on the table and he's complaining about shit yeah i i can't stand this guy but it also feels a little bit staged all of this too it feels like this is like very deliberate and it's a very like kind of like premeditated scene a lot a lot of it so i don't know i I don't know how much Mm. of it is authentic
1: Especially that scene where I think TLC must have forced some of the Moldovan women to speak to Elizabeth because you can tell that that's so staged and contrived and so forced, and you know that's they're true. not comfortable speaking English and yet they have to speak to her. I think this is all fabricated, and I've mentioned this before in my in the previous episodes where you know they they're stretching their TLC you know appearance out by mm-hmm. creating a, a storyline. That's what I'm saying. Drama. Um, drama. Exactly. Speaking of drama, what about that <laughs> What about that jazz called Debbie threesome?
0: <laughs> Man, please don't Sorry, want to okay, have Jeff to yes. say. So <laughs> All right,
2: so like if you guys ever saw the season with Larissa, they kind of made Larissa like they painted her as like the fucking devil. You know what I mean? But now that but now that we're seeing how Debbie and Colt are with Jess, yes. it really, it really shows that, you know what? Debbie is a crazy mom. Yes. And that Colt, Colt is just like in this entanglement, for, <laughs> for lack of better words. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? Like she is just out to freaking control slash destroy slash, like just have them all to herself. Like she's fucking crazy. That
0: was another level of, of debbie that we saw last night huh yeah and and i was
2: like wow like debbie's the one that kind of you know forced larissa to kind of go crazy and then call the cops on her like i could see Mm -hmm. how all of that was would have been planned on debbie's part to get rid of her Mm -hmm. and the way she like looked at jess and then it like she was fine in the car and then all of a sudden like she fucking lost her shit Hmm. And the fact that she was in the room next to them, that was just so weird. Ew. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like her. I don't like Colt. I feel bad for Jess.
1: But it was super fun to watch. I'm in, yes. that,
0: I'm in that boat with you too. Yeah. yeah,
1: Jess was being very cringy by talking openly about
0: sex. sex. That was and, and, and this
1: is like, I, I get it. She's looking forward to getting it on with Colty. But like, your, it's your first time meeting his mom. And your guys are talking about having children, having sex in the room, like I mean. And Debbie was all jet lag and not in the best of mood. So I, I feel like Jess is stepping out of line here. And then she claims, like, "Oh yeah, Debbie doesn't like me." Uh, are you surprised? I mean, you you you're acting a fool almost. Like mm. you're, you can tell even from the way she greeted. Debbie like she didn't shake hands she didn't that hug was she was like greeting. yeah and I get it Colty probably ambushed her with that right because she didn't expect Debbie to come but still be yeah. be cordial be be nice this is if you're really serious about Colty then this is the woman you need to impress yeah, saying, but I,
2: I, I honestly wouldn't hold against just that she was talking about having kids with, Col- with Colt because you know when you're in a relationship and you think it's serious you do talk about that kind of stuff fairly early you know what I mean? Like, you talk about, okay, like, do you want kids? Yes. How many kids? Two. Like, what names do you like? Like, I could see that that would have been, like, a conversation they would have had. But um, the whole sex thing was just so cringe and so awkward, especially, like, Debbie just comes across, like, such a prude. Like, just <laughs> looking at her, right? Like, yeah. you could just tell, like, a, like you know what? This is not a conversation that she wants to hear. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, like, totally just anti-cult debbie right now so like just anything that they say is wrong
0: it wasn't a it wasn't a good look for for anyone this uh, their their little scene um
1: exactly
0: yeah i think jess was being intentionally provocative by talking about sex right in front of debbie and it didn't help that debbie is approved right and i think the freak out we all know that the freak out was not about her being tired i think she was just um, you know she's super possessive um, she's uh, she didn't want to see it and I think what we did get was a taste of how she was to Larissa so they're not even at home they're in public and Debbie's already freaking, freaking out about the PDAs and you know talking about sex so I could imagine under her, under her own roof where Larissa is probably like that and probably one or two notches above it you know, and, um, and them having to deal with that kind of dynamic, the conflict that, that, that could arise from, from that. So, yeah, and um, I, I just had to laugh at all of it because it was, it was hilarious to see. And it, again, Colt, man, what are you doing? One, your mom's coming along. And then two, you had to get the same, like, you had to Hotel share a room. room. You had to share a room. I don't care how far the how far the thing is. Oh, I thought the suite was gonna be a little bigger. I don't give a fuck. Like you, it's the same room though. Right? Like, yeah. You don't want that, dude. So well, they but, also share
2: <laughs> a bank account, so it could, it could be like part of that.
0: Oh no.
1: Yeah. You know what? If Larissa was there, she would say, T, why are you being very cheapy?"
0: cheapy yeah, no,
2: if, <laughs> if Larissa was there she would say whoever is against the queen will die, we'll die.
0: <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> and that was just like echoing in the back of my mind when like fucking Debbie just turned it around and made it all about herself you know what I mean Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: give me the fucking attention it's all about me Miriam like you reminded us that Eric may no longer be with Larissa currently on this current episode of Happily Ever After, we see Larissa get together with Eric. So, and, so they
2: are together right now. Oh, on they are.
1: Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they are
2: together, but they had a break.
1: Didn't we read something about the fact that Larissa wants to leave Vegas right now because she wants to have a fresh start somewhere else? Did you guys see that article? I think it, it's kind of going around right now where Larissa is like, I'm done with Vegas has a lot of bad memories. I'm gonna leave, and I think it's it sounds like she's living as a single woman. Mm. So
0: I'm gonna, have, yeah, to be, I'm gonna have to get up on that.
1: What do you guys think about <laughs> the, the whole Larissa freaking out about her immigration status? Because I was thinking, if you're worried about getting arrested, they would not be asking you to go to immigration. Like immigration will come to you and arrest you. But yeah, she's freaking out over. I mean, that was. It was kind of cute for her to freak out, but I think I, I was like thinking, yeah, this is going to be anticlimactic. like nothing's going yeah, to Yeah,
0: it was filler, filler for me. Yeah. I thought the more interesting scene with Larissa was her date um, with Gary. The Eric. cheesy
1: butt?
0: Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> was, his name, that, right?
1: was that like
2: a compliment or like, was that like a dick? I don't know. The cheesy butt comment. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't it's know hard how to you feel about that. Both. <laughs> I just feel like it's kind of now we're seeing two Brazilian women being very sensual and openly sexual and call me a a conservative or traditional but I just kind of cringe at how they're all about that and I'm like maybe, maybe it's their culture and I need to understand their culture better but I just cringe whenever like is that all you're about like I mean I'm pretty sure other Brazilian women are deeper than what Larissa and Jess represent right but I I'm just cringy when I I just cringe every time I look I watch their scenes
0: I think uh they could be playing up the character a bit you know I think yeah I I think there's there's some of that definitely um especially when it comes to Jess and her scenes with Debbie like I do, do definitely think there's some of that going on and then I also think with Larissa she wants to play that up she wants to you know, since since she was introduced, she wanted to play this, you know, um, Kardashian type. I'm super sexy. I'm super hot. You know, um, like character. So, you know, I I kind of get that. That's the that they're in character when they do that, right? Mm-hmm. With with Larissa though, um, and her relationship with Eric, I don't know. I don't want to speak on it too much, but I didn't feel that she cared about him as much as she leads on. Um, it just felt like. She wanted to be in a relationship and he yeah. was convenient. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like getting exactly like, getting back at yeah, getting back at cult for some reason. You
0: yeah.
2: She's yeah, she seems like she's lonely, right?
0: Yeah. And yeah, it, I miss the relationship. But she didn't say I miss yeah. you or she said something like that. Like I miss the relationship or something. And I was yeah. like, that's a good way to word it. I could see that. You wanna just want companionship. And this is some guy you don't gotta put effort in. You already know him. You have a past.
1: Right. Did you guys hear the part where she called the cops on him well she's just kind
2: of covering her 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 back right because she did not want another police report on her so it was like okay let me file the police report before it gets filed against me and then you know messes up my status again
1: yeah i can see how she was being preemptive but at the same time i'm like if you and the cop have had like well, I wouldn't say entanglement, but if you if you had a history with <laughs> that's the
0: word of the Hop, day. Yeah, word of the day, entanglement.
1: If if you you know if you've been in the cops' radar, like the last thing I want is to be, you know, to surface up again and like, hey, remember me? Yeah. Well, you know, right. anyway, that was that's just me. Guys, we've reached the end of our coverage of <laughs> happily ever after. Do we wanna? Yeah. Do we wanna recap with our WTF moment?
0: Go ahead.
1: Miriam.
2: Okay, I'm just trying to think what was my WTF moment. I think it's gonna, my WTF moment was when Colt said that he brought his bathing suit for the beach. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. I was, <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? Like you own a bathing suit? So that was just made me cringe a little bit.
0: <laughs> um, for me, it was, it was the entire Debbie show. Um, it, it makes it come off almost like borderline incestuous maybe that's too strong of a word but there's it it definitely feels like she's overly possessive maybe is more accurate but like dude you gotta you gotta loosen up and um and maybe maybe this is just drama for the cameras i don't know but the way she was going about and you know just being disgruntled and having a comment every single time they did something and you know, and on the preview, she's all if if she thinks she can get in between me and Colt, she has another thing coming or whatever. <laughs> like I'm like, all right, like what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Someone said that um, Debbie's not letting go of Colt because Colt looked like her late husband or something, which mm-hmm. is kind of mean, but like that's
2: <laughs> her kid. I don't know. That's that. her yeah, that's a that. kid.
1: You know. Yeah. I think um, she's just overprotective. Right. Exactly. My WTF moment is Paul. <laughs> Using that hand gesture for a tampon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't get over it.
0: Yeah, apparently, like, uh, the, the, that.
2: that <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, Let's just start there.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but then, like, I wouldn't know. I'd be like, oh, so are you proposing to my daughter yeah, or are you getting your tampon? It's tampons? the same <laughs>
1: gesture he used when he wanted to propose. Like, come on. Is it a tampon or a so. <laughs> oh, yeah. are we going, are we
0: going through this again. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no,
1: five, but seriously, though, five. like they, they I, I feel bad for Karini. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know where they landed, but I hope it's not that unfinished house. That was like a rip off. How can you like rent a house and you still have to fix it up like that? That's yeah, was bad. It's not cool. I was gonna talk about B ninety. I know you know we're kind of out of time, but just a quick update on. B90 strikes back So apparently A doctor watched The show um, I guess Before the 90 days And messaged Ash To get himself checked And it turns out He does have Graves disease (gasps) Which is a Thyroid malfunction Again I'm no doctor So I'm sorry If the terminology is wrong But that explains Why his eyes Are like that Yeah
0: Wait so He did not know this
1: He did not know this It was only after the show wow. uh, that he got a message from a doctor or I guess from a medical professional who told him to get a checkup and he did and it turns out he does have Graves disease. So sad.
0: Well wow, that sucks. Yeah.
1: Very very sad. It's treatable uh, though, right? I think it's treatable. It's some I guess it's something that you have and you kind of live with it. I'm I'm not too sure. I didn't do much research on Graves disease, but that's the only thing I can say. Is it explains why he look, he, his eyes are always wide open so, and looking right. shocked and stuff. Sad. It's because of a thyroid uh, malfunction. Some other highlights on B90 that I wanted to mention real quick is that Big Ed saying that, you know, in bed, me and Rose are the same height, which is super gross. Um, Shutter. <laughs> and, <Yes>. that, um, <laughs> and that David says uh, he and Lana had chat sex very often. Which is stupid, like, who's going to believe you? And David, by the way, he, he's on the show trying to flex how he can buy 10 RVs, 10 $1 million worth of RV. said something
0: about that. Yeah. yeah,
1: and yet he has, like, furniture that's so gaudy that it looks like he got it from Goodwill yeah uh, maybe it's expensive gaudy furniture you know i think yeah. I you're right think maybe so, it is.
0: somebody somebody pointed out that that that's where he filmed his scenes at he went there at, the goodwill? In, yeah, at the goodwill yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know because he didn't want to invite someone into his rv or whatever to film a scene so they're like where are we gonna film this yeah let's go to the goodwill and he sat in a goodwill chair with the fucking tables <laughs> and lamps and shit and they're like oh shit. <laughs> damn that's a lot of
1: effort to uh, be filmed um i was going to touch on tom tom imitating darcy uh darcy's friends uh you know stay strong bitch uh you know that whole dialogue he did that by a tiktok so that's apparently a tiktok um he did that imitation of you know that whole scene and i, I don't know it's it's funny but also like he's being a a it's punk ass dumb. bitch for doing that. Yeah, yeah
2: Punk ass bitch Yeah
1: exactly And then lastly Before I end this I don't know why Stephanie has to Do a jab at Erica But she said Well at least a vibrator Will not have sex With all their friends
0: Fuck off Rude
1: dude. Yeah, yeah. Hello, rude dude Whatever Stephanie Anyway guys Thank you for listening Hello Kenneth <laughs> Thanks <laughs> <Please>, Kitty. <Katie! laughs> we love you We love you,
0: love you. Hey, Everybody um, 90 Day Fiance WTF Hit us up uh, Yeah On Slide Instagram Guardian,
1: up. <laughs> yep. Listen to us Subscribe uh, Comment Leave your feedback 90 Day Fiance WTF At gmail.com And It's Nadia Lon and Mary I'm signing off Thank you everyone
0: Peace Um so hard.